Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to my podcast. So today's episode is a little different than my normal episodes um, in that I have everything planned out and typed what I'm going to say in today's episode. And typically that's really weird because I just do one take, whatever's on my mind, don't edit it at all. But I have this one really planned out and that's just because today's topic Um, It touches a little closer to home than the rest of the podcasts and I know for a lot of people it is a touchy subject and today we're talking about mental health and the reason I did choose this topic was for three main reasons. Um, I was kind of going back and forth whether I wanted to release an episode talking about this because like I said it is a touchy subject for a lot of people and I just wanted to make sure that I said the right things if I did talk about it but ultimately I decided to release it number one because when I did the poll for you guys um, you all wanted me to talk about mental health and since we're friends I am totally open to talking about it Um, number two is this year I have been at my lowest for my mental health and I felt super alone and I didn't want anyone to think they're alone um so I feel like by listening and sharing different experiences you can know that if you're going through anything you're definitely not alone and then number three is because while I think over the past 100 years about the stigma that mental health has gotten um it's gotten way better but it still exists um and i can attest to that because i was scared to open up about my mental health thinking that people would see me as a burden or just more for my mental health struggles and it would ruin the image of the happy person that i am and i think this also shows that you really don't know the struggles that someone is going through because they could be putting on their happiest face and look like they have their life all figured out but be breaking inside and so overall I think that the stigma of mental health um, has gotten a lot better over the past 100 years but I think it definitely still kind of exists um, whether we want to believe it or not and I think the only way that we'll really get over that is if more people aren't afraid to talk about Um, their mental health experiences. So I'm going to first share a little bit about my experience and um, a little bit about what that's looked like. But um, to preface this, I'm going to say that mental health is really, really hard because it's a battle that you're fighting alone in your head and nobody really understands why you are having a bad day um, because nothing bad has happened to you that day or nobody understands why you close off or you're not in your best mood and it's really just your brain that's that's feeding you these thoughts that is really just just poisoning it that's not the right word but but to yourself it is because like you it's it's you fighting the battle in your head and it's really hard to explain and I didn't explain that very well but um I'm going to share a little bit about my story so The thing I struggled with since I was little was anxiety and this podcast is mostly going to be tailored towards anxiety just because I'm most familiar with that because that's what I've struggled with but I think that the things that I'm going to tell you towards the end of the podcast about what I did um, can relate to any anybody that's struggling with mental health. So my anxiety started when I was about nine years old and it would just be little things like I wouldn't be able to fall asleep at night and then I would be so stressed that I couldn't fall asleep and that I'd be so tired in my 
classes the next day that I would just fall asleep in those classes because I'm not falling asleep right now when I'm laying in bed, that it would just cause me to not fall asleep even more if that makes sense. So anxiety is really just this process that just builds and builds and builds off of little things. Um, but it got, it got to the point where I would just be literally so stressed and it just, it's really progressed over the years, um, to different things, not like falling asleep anymore, but, um, I was listening to a podcast by Lexi Hidalgo about anxiety and I love how she describes it because she says that there are two different types of anxiety. There's life anxiety and then there's social anxiety. And I think that's so true for me as well. Um, The anxiety that I talked about before was just the life anxiety of just things in my life that would just really um it's more it's more than just being worried like it literally just consumes your brain to the point where you like you don't know where to like go from there because you're just it's it's almost suffocating you don't you don't know how to get rid of these thoughts um i'm going to talk a little bit about social anxiety for me too because that's been a struggle it got really bad when i was in high school um it's not that i was scared to talk to people but for me it's more that i was scared about how people would receive me while i was talking to somebody i could have a million thoughts in my head that were tricking to me tricking me as i was talking to them um my the thoughts that would go through my head while i was talking to people would be like what you just said was so embarrassing or the person you're talking to obviously doesn't like you or you're making a fool of yourself and because i'm constantly battling these thoughts as i'm speaking to somebody sometimes i'll stumble over my words and then that embarrasses me or i just like will not know what to say next because i'm just um paralyzed by these thoughts in my head And I got to the point where I would just, it was just easier to avoid people and not really talk to them because I didn't want to have to go through being stressed, having normal conversations with people. Like that was, that was just, that was too much. And then in college, I decided, this was mostly in high school um, because in college I decided that I just, I needed to um, open up more and I just realized that everyone is human and just because I may be scared to talk to somebody, um, it's really, it's really in, in my mind and nobody, nobody's going to judge you as hardcore as you judge yourself. So when I did that in college, I became a lot more outgoing and I talked to a lot more people. But this year, my life anxiety and my social anxiety both got really bad. And I won't go into much detail, but essentially, I just wasn't enjoying and living my life to the fullest anymore. And I decided that I didn't want to live like that anymore because I really got to one of my lowest points. And I don't think a lot of people knew that, but um, it just wasn't a good time. So if you're struggling, this is what I did when I decided that I, I didn't want to live like that. Um, and I promise if you're struggling, it does get better. And I didn't believe this for a long time because I was like, no, I've been at my lowest for a long time. Like there's, there's no way it gets better, but I promise you it does. I've lived through it. And that doesn't mean that you'll never have any more bad days, but it does mean that things get brighter. And trust me, I do still have days where anxiety feels like it's the only thing in my life, but it really does get brighter. So my number one tip, if you are struggling, is to talk to somebody. The moment I talked to people about how I was feeling, I instantly felt better because I wasn't alone anymore. Um, Mental health is a tricky thing though, because it feeds you thoughts, um, well, at least it fed me these thoughts that if I reached out, I would be a burden. 
or that people in my life, like my family and closest friends, wouldn't really care. And that's honestly just the anxiety that was talking because that's not true. Um, I promise that that is all a lie. You're not a burden to those around you who who you are truly close to and who love and care about you because really all they want for you in your life is your happiness. So please don't believe that those lies that mental health um, sometimes tells you. Um, Number two is I started making my life everything that I wanted to make it. Um, For me personally, I felt like my anxiety starts to take over when I feel like I'm not in control of my life. And the moment I decided that I could do whatever I wanted with my life, I was instantly happier. For months, I was constantly trying to please other people by doing things that I personally that just weren't I wasn't not passionate about and I think I saw myself as trying to be this person that I could never reach or I could never attain I had these crazy goals for myself that just weren't even attainable to me and just because I was trying to please others and live my life in a way that didn't represent me Um, You have to let go of everyone else's opinions of what you think they want for your life. You can create the life that you've dreamed of and finding something that you're super passionate about is super important. Take the little steps every day to get to that point. I didn't start thinking this and instantly get everything I wanted. In fact, I don't think I have anything more than I had when I was at my lowest, but by having and working towards the life you want, you will be happier. Um, maybe you don't have any idea about what you want from your life. Um, trust me, I know be- this because I was there and I had no idea what I wanted for my life. And I think that's why I put other people's expectations of how they thought I should be living my life as like my number one priority because I didn't even know what I wanted for my life. But just work every day on making that day what you want it to be. And soon you'll find what you're passionate about. And just remember to not make not make somebody else's expectations of you your life goal. Um, you are the driver of your own life. And so create the life that you're happiest with. Number three is to exercise. And I'll be the first to admit that sometimes I'm super, super good at this. And sometimes I'm actually the worst at this. Every day I do exercise is a better day for me, though. Um, I eat better. I feel better about myself. And I'm not focused on those thoughts that anxiety is trying to tell me. With that, don't beat yourself up over what you haven't done yet. What I mean by this is if you haven't been good at going to the gym over the past few months, instead of getting down on yourself, I recommend making goals and focusing on how to improve and be better each day and just starting with the little things. Number four is to have a good morning. Your day is greatly based on your morning. If you wake up and you have a bad morning, it'll cause you to be in a bad mood and chances are you'll be in the bad mood for the rest of the day. It is way harder if I start in a bad mood to switch to a good mood throughout the day. But with that being said, it also goes vice versa. If I wake up and I have a great morning and I'm in a good mood, it will take something major to change me into a bad mood. For a good morning, the first thing I always do is I make my bed. And I do this because I heard a speech um, from somebody in the military who said, even if you have the worst day ever, at least you can come home and your bed is made and that is a win. And I've honestly noticed that if I come home and my bed is a mess, um, I'm just, it just ruins my mindset. Um, If the whole day was already 
already a mess and then my bed's a mess I just come home and I'm like wow but if I come home and my bed is done I say okay that's fine I can crawl into it right now um it's done it's it's fine um this is so true you feel so productive when you do your bed I also listen to a motivational speech when I get up in the morning and I get ready for the day and this just inspires me to have a good day and just to look at the positives and look at where my life can take me because you are the driver of your life and your mental health and your anxiety does not control and decide your life you do Number five is to serve others and this was a really difficult lesson for me to learn because when you're in a bad state of mind, the last thing you want to do is serve others. I would think to myself, um, somebody can come and serve me because I'm the one that's going through it right now. But the truth is that when you are consumed by thoughts of anxiety or consumed by other mental health things, you are looking inward at yourself because um looking outward you get to stop focusing on yourself and your problems and this doesn't mean that they all go away and this doesn't mean that because you serve people my your my problems my anxiety instantly went away no that's not true whatsoever but it does mean that for that split second I was focused on somebody else and on helping them and this can be small things like buying a friend a treat or complimenting somebody as they pass but just by looking outward it also helps us realize that we are not the only ones who are going through it and we can help and serve and love others as well so i just think that it's a super small thing but it's something that instantly switches and boosts your mind and your mood set and you just have so much love for that other person as well Um, I've talked about this in previous podcasts, but life is hard. It's really, really, really hard. And if you are going through um, mental health issues or like me, anxiety, um, I just feel like that that really adds like another aspect of hard to your life because people just don't, people who haven't gone through it just don't understand how much of a battle it constantly is with your mind. that tells you all these things that are just tricking tricking you but if you are going through anything I just want to let you know that you're not alone and there are so many people out there if you reach out things get better I promise they get better because I lived through it and I just I know that life really does get better and I love you all um don't hesitate to reach out and I will see you all next week